welcome to a Sunday, May 3rd edition of the Fanboy MMA Podcast Daily Show. It's officially fight week, y'all. We're less than one week away from live UFC fights. The last UFC card was UFC Brasilia, which was way back on March 14th. That seems like so fucking long ago, right? I think it's time. I'm fiending for live face punching, and I know you all are too. Uh, this time next week, we will be talking about what happened at UFC 249, and it's going to be fucking awesome. Hopefully nothing goes wrong with that card, and we get to see fights on the 9th of May. But let's get to the news of the weekend. Um, Chris Weidman thinks that he is a bad matchup for Israel Adesanya if they fight. Due to how he could get him down in control, Izzy. Um, Weidman is aware that he's coming off of losses and that he got knocked out by Yoel Romero. Um, when I- Izzy didn't feel like he was engaged, or he, f- he Weidman feels like he engaged more with Romero than Izzy did. Uh, and honestly, I don't see any lies there from the former champion. But I also think that he's a he's two fights away from fighting Izzy for the title. And that's if Izzy is still the champion. Because he's going to have to fight Polo Costa at some point, right? Um, and then if he beats... If Adesanya beats Costa, then... Will he be more focused on a super fight against John Jones? You know, because that the beef between those two have been marinating for a while now, and it it keeps on going. So I'm a fan of Chris Weidman. I always have been a fan of Chris Weidman. I think he's a great champion of the sport. I just don't see him getting back to the championship fight. Um, that's hard. That's hard to say. I wouldn't be completely completely shocked if he got to a title fight. I mean, it's MMA. Anything ha- anything can happen. Chris Weidman can totally turn his career around and go on a three-fight win streak and get to the championship fight again and win it and then retire. Anything can happen in MMA. I just... I think it's going to be a long, tough road for, for Chris Weidman. I hope it would be awesome to see him back in the title fight. I just don't see it happening. Okay, so UFC Jacksonville is May 13th. Um, they made a fight a fight for that card. Uh, Chase Sherman will be returning to the UFC versus Ike Villanueva. Um, this is the return of the Vanilla Gorilla. Uh, Chase Sherman, who, has, who was once in the UFC and then he got cut. Um, he went on to go 3-0 and outside of the UFC after being cut and won 1-1 one one in Bare Knuckle FC. So he's definitely kept active since being cut. Um, Villanueva, on the other hand, will be making his UFC debut. Um, he's on a four-fight win streak where he's ended all four of those fights by knockout. Um, Chase Sherman is a true heavyweight whereas Villanueva is not he's a light heavyweight and most likely he'll be taking on this fight 
just to get to the UFC. Um, and then take a light heavyweight bout from there. But it's good to see uh, the vanilla gorilla chase from back in the UFC. I really enjoyed him last time that he he had a run there. Uh, we'll see if he's turned his looks around. Um, so it'll be good to see him fighting again in the UFC. Okay, so boxing promoter Bob Aaron Aram, um, he, you know, he he's an old man and he's been around the fight game, combat sports mainly boxing of course but he's been around combat sports forever he has suggested dropping pay-per-views from $80 to $40 and I think that the UFC and Dana White and ESPN should take note of this I think it would benefit both sides the business UFC and the fans us it's, I think that it's likely more fans would purchase pay-per-views rather than illegally stream them if the cost was lower. And in this case, it would be split in half, $80 to $40. I think that it should start this week with UFC 249, but it's not going to. I mean, ESPN has set the price. The price is $64.99. Plus the taxes, plus the ESPN Plus subscription you must have in order to even order the pay-per-view. Um, so the $64.99 is the price for UFC 249 this weekend. Streaming is the best way to watch sports, but the, P- the pay-per-view model is completely outdated less less people are likely to pay when there are so many sites nowadays where you can find an illegal stream the WWE's way of taking care of pay-per-view the model is they put it on their WWE network and they have a price a monthly price and the pay-per-views are included with that not that monthly fee to have the network the UFC is able to do that and ESPN is able to do that the UFC has their own network UFC Fight Pass ESPN has its own streaming service ESPN Plus don't you think that more people would subscribe to ESPN plus knowing or fight pass knowing that you're able to get live fights including pay-per-views it would be an easier pill to swallow a monthly fee rather than $80 or $64.99 in the case of the UFC I think Bob Aaron's on to something we'll see if Bob Aaron in boxing does this themselves um Bob Aaron says a lot of things we'll see if Bob Aaron actually does this himself but I think that the UFC should take note of this I really do 
Okay, so Kevin Calvin Gastelum um, said he wasn't mentally, physically, or emotionally there for his fight against Darren Till. Um, of course, Gastelum lost Darren Till in, in decision. Uh, and six months prior to that fight, he was in an absolute war against Israel Adesanya. That was the fight of the year contender. Um, Gasolum hopes to fight by July after recovering from an AC- LCL tear in January. That happened in training. Uh, Gasolum will fight anyone who is ranked at the top of the middleweight standings, but Jack Clemenson makes sense due to both being in the top five and both coming off of losses. Um, Calvin Gasolum is he's one of those fighters that wants to wants to fight. He stays ready, um, so you know that him being out is kind of kind of killing them um so i look forward to seeing kelvin gasolin fight i think that he has the the championship model um he's he's a great fighter he's a ton of fun to watch that fight with israel asani was amazing it was awesome i would love to see kelvin gasolin get back in there uh prove that he's still top five in the world and just keep on Keep on climbing the rankings. Get another, another title fight. Um, so, Alderman Sterling answers a fan tweet, uh, asking or saying that they hope that to see him back in there in the in the cage in the octagon, and he quote tweeted with hashtag June sixth. So he gave a date. Alderman Sterling gave a date. June 6th, he's going to be back. Um, but who's he going to fight? Will it be Corey Sanhagen? Maybe Peter Young? Um, either fight gets me excited. I think that both fights are fun. Both fights are incredibly tough. Um, Peter Young is obviously a beast, but so is Corey Sanhagen and so is Aljamain Sterling. So it'll be interesting to see where the UFC goes with that, with this. Match them, match them all up against each other, and uh, maybe the winner of that fight gets gets a shot at Henry Cejudo. Um, Peter Jan is obviously a killer. I mean, he's a beast. Corey Sanhagen is very is a very very good fighter. Aljamain Sterling is is awesome he's a great fighter as well so any of those three fighting each other is a good fight any of those three fighting Henry Cejudo for the belt is a fun fight so Paulo Costa um, plans on fighting Israel Adesanya for the middleweight title at some point he's hoping in uh in the summertime um then he plans on moving to lightweight heavyweight light heavyweight and taking on john jones so he wants he wants to fight 
Israel Asanya for the champ for the middleweight title. He wants to take the title from Israel Asanya, and then he wants to move up in weight and fight John Jones in a super fight for the light heavyweight title. So we see a lot of fighters mapping, mapping out their making a plan for their career. Uh, Costa has has done that. Um, I'm a fan of Paulo Costa in the octagon. He's a physical specimen. I mean, he's just cut and he's ripped and he's a great fighter. Um, that matchup with John Jones has me salivating. I want to see that fight. And I want to see Jones fight Israel Adesanya too. So I have a lot. I have. I'm highly interested in both of those fights. I think that um, Costa can beat Israel Adesanya, and John Jones is he's on another level. Um, not sure if Costa can beat John Jones. I'm not sure if Izzy can beat John Jones, but that's why you fight the fights. Um, my money would not be on anybody beating John Jones at this point. Uh, that's how high I regard John Jones as a fighter. I would never bet against him. Unless if it's against C.P. Miocic or Daniel Cormier, and even then, I might not even bet against John Jones. Um... Paulo Costa and Israel Adesanya is a good fight. That's a fun fight. I think that Costa is... He can... I don't think he's afraid to go in. Is, is he? And I think that he'll be able to... He'll be able to fight his game plan against Izzy. Um, but Izzy's also an incredibly smart fighter. So... Those are a few fights in MMA to look forward to. Alright, so boxing legend and one of my personal favorite boxers, Oscar De La Hoya um, and Dana White haven't gotten along over the years. They got this little, they got this beef, back and forth beef going on. Um, Dana White talked a ton of shit when Oscar De La Hoya put on an MMA event with Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell headlining, uh, Dana White was not happy that Oscar De La went into the MMA game, um, so he talked a lot of shit. But Oscar De La Hoya kind of uh, gave praise to the to the UFC president Dana White. Um, he said that Dana White is doing a phenomenal job at defending his sport and growing his sport. And that he commends and respects Dana for the way that he has kept on plugging away to keep the UFC going during the pandemic. I mean, obviously, Dana White has put in work. He's tried to put on cards for us and for the fighters and for his business. He has tried. Will he succeed? My money is on Dana White succeeding. Much like John Jones, I won't 
bet against Dana White. Um, honestly, I was hoping that we would be able to see Dana White and Oscar De La Hoya get into the ring against each other for, you know, for a charity bout. Um, squash that beef a little bit and you know, throw hands. Uh, Dale Hoy is obviously world champion boxer. He's one of the best ever. Dana White has boxed apparently amateurs and he stays kind of fit. He stays fit. Um, he's clearly not on Oscar Dale Hoy's level of boxing, clearly. But they got a beef and squash it for charity. Sounds like a great idea to me, to be honest. I would love to see that, but that's also not happening. Um, so it's good to see that these two knuckleheads, Dana Hoy and Oscar De La Hoya, kind of squashed their beef wall. Oscar De La Hoya, you know, he's the one that gave Dana White praise. Dana hasn't said anything yet, and he's not giving the praise to De La Hoya. I don't think he ever will. That's not his. That's not his. Uh, his style of doing things. So with that, that's a wrap on today's daily show. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Um, I hope y'all are keeping your sanity. Um, we have just one more week until face punching, folks. Just one more, one more week. Uh, two, UFC 249 is coming. It's so close. I can, I can taste it. I can feel feel it it's coming folks it's coming one more week six days six fucking days until tony ferguson and justin gaethje henry cejudo dominic cruz six days that's it six days take care y'all stay safe stay healthy talk to y'all tomorrow peace